Welcome to a What We Saw recording of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Last Jedi. <laughs> is that what it's called? I, I didn't know that was how it was uh, pronounced. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a dummy, you can say it. Jedi. 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 The last Jedi. The last Jedi. 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 <laughs> the last Jedi. <laughs> so we've done Force Awakens. We've we done did. Rogue One. We, we did. And we, we did, did this. Listen. Ragu One. Yeah. So. So should we jump right into general consensus? What 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 you think? Yeah. What do you think Good, of that Kylo bad, Ren topless scene? What do you think of that's the big. I mean, question. that's all I wanted to see. I wanted the whole movie to be like that. Was it gratuitous? Not enough. Not I enough. needed more gratuity. <laughs> I did not give a good tip at all at the end of the show. The gratuity was low. Yeah. Not enough. Left the common card. More gratuity. Yeah. I thought it was included based on how many people I went with, but <laughs> no, I guess no, not. It doesn't matter. It, it's, yeah. it's just, it's already, it's automatically yeah. added into the bill. Yeah. Feel like, I feel like I dine, dined and dashed. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So I already know I'm, uh, like... I'm, we're three weeks removed from it? Two weeks removed from it? Yeah, I'm trying. Andy just saw it. I, yeah, I only, I only finally... We're going to have to try to tap your brain for some of this, because yeah. I can't remember sure. everything. Sure. I remember every se- every frame. Yeah. And what hasn't <laughs> no. been talked about, you know? The uh, Mark Hamill milk liquid scene. I mean, everyone's talking about that. That's a, okay, that's like a big topic. Yeah, of I was like, I was like, this movie's dumb. Then that happened. I was like, all right, sold. <laughs> <laughs> He's drinking <laughs> milk out of some alien titties. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot about that scene. What was up with that scene? That he happens. was drinking some green goo. It's just a reference back to the blue milk from the first one. No, it's he needed to survive on the island. Because I'm guessing it's salt water that he's There's blue by? milk in the first one? Yeah. Where, is that when he's with his aunt and uncle? Oh, oh, you guys ever even watched Star Wars? Do you even like, get Easter eggs? One Actually, of the, one of those things that everyone knows did about. Did Easter come around and you just didn't get any eggs? Is that what happened? It's, it's blue milk is, is a staple <laughs> of Star Wars. Uh, this was more green milk, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this was green milk, though. It's well not blue milk. milk. Yeah, well, you know, I assume milk's when they, milk, when they... milk, milk, lemonade, <laughs> round the corner, <laughs> the porgs are made. Oh boy, I like the porgs. I, I'm on, I'm on board with the porgs. I I'm like a... them. I don't know if they just scream at um, Chewbacca the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> they're just mad at him. That's what happens in all of them. Like uh, Return of the Jedi, had, like the dude from Return of the Jedi that was like in the cockpit with with Lando. Was like there. He yells at Lando. People just yell at each other inside the cockpit. Are you talking about the guy that kind of looks like Mario with the with the <laughs> with double the cheeks? Double, yeah, double cheeks. Fish Mario. That guy happens to be in like almost every Star Wars movie, and no one ever references this guy or talks about. <laughs> Is him. he dead? I'm, he's in, in these new ones. He's no. in. Uh, he's still, he's he was there. He was in well? Force Awakens. Oh. He was in Return of the Jedi. He was in uh, A New Hope. He, he might, was in Rogue One, I'm pretty sure. He might not maybe, have made it through this maybe one. Maybe not. I don't know if he made it through this one. He was on the ships when they were in space, but I don't know if he was there when they got to the planet. Just like how Akbar got killed off screen. He got killed off screen, yeah, too. He got, oh, yep. poor Akbar. Akbar <laughs> yeah, gone. He gone. Why didn't... Why wasn't Admiral Akbar Lord Dern? That would have been cool. Yeah, he sacrificed himself. That'd have been good. I don't know. They, I, I was sad that they got sacrificed to, got her so quick. She was this cool character, and they're like, let's introduce you to this cool character second. that we can learn more about. And then, oh, by the way, she's gone. There's a lot was of. Was she a cool character though? I thought. I mean, she wasn't. Didn't you know. she shoot her own men? I feel like people aren't talking about this. When they mutiny yeah. against her, there's a they cut away, and there's a scene where they cut back, and she shoots her own people. They were on stun, bro. 
There's no stun in Star Wars. He, okay. Oh my God! Poe. Set lasers to stun. <laughs> That's Star a Trek. Literally, say, he literally says, "Stun them if they, if you got if you feel if you're feeling frisky." Stun. Yeah, Stone Cold stun them. Lord Dern gave a Stone Cold stunner. <laughs> she gave a to couple Poe. <laughs> Overall, did y'all like the movie? I loved it. I thought it was great. Love is a strong word. Things yeah. happened in it. I know you didn't love it. There were some good things, and then mostly bad things. Mostly bad things. Mostly boring things. There were things that were boring. I wouldn't say mostly like, bad. Like they're though. just like it's like a tortoise and a hare, like a tortoise chasing a tortoise the whole movie. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, this is boring. I want more action. You want more Fury Road Star mm, Wars? Yeah, I do. I wanted more space battle thingies. The Tie Fighters just give up because they're out of range. They can't. They don't have the they cover have the of, range the of the Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer. So they would have just gotten destroyed. But don't by they have like a billion Tie Fighters? Oh, yeah, I guess, I guess that element of it didn't quite make sense because it looked like the Rebels so were at a huge disadvantage. I imagine these TIE Fighters probably could have just taken them I out. I would think so. Well, at the but, same... Okay, this is... I don't know if this is actually still canon or not, but specifically, like, the Mon Calamari capital ships, which is what the main Rebel ship is, are, like, they have, like, super strong shields. So this is, like, one of those things where it's, like, TIE Fighters probably wouldn't have done much against it they needed the capital ship guns yeah but couldn't do anything with them i guess the whole force field <laughs> thing is just a way to write around your story and have it <laughs> last without someone getting destroyed mm. right away well i mean shields have always been a thing they have you're yeah. right they have been in all the other sort of like original the, trilogy yeah stuff. yeah so yeah. i don't know there's a maximum speed that both the ships can go to yes and n- neither of them can go past that yeah, I mean, you got like your top speed where your engines, you know, at the the top of the rev limiter, you're like, can't mm-hmm. I can't give it, I can't give it anymore, Captain. And they're equal. I'm giving they're, it all. They're she's exactly got. equal. <laughs> the Star Destroyers <laughs> in their ship. It was. It was. I mean, I, I mean, didn't like that. I, I guess part. you're arguing like, like space physics in a I movie about space wizards. I want them to be like wizards. hidden or something, cloaked. I don't know. They did a bunch I, no, of cloak stuff. Listen, though, though Brad. If you go back and watch all of the original trilogy, they're always hidden on some random planet yeah. that the Empire can't find. Let, That's happened like three we, times let's already. Let's rehash everything. We're already <laughs> oh. rehashing everything. Oh. Let's keep rehashing things. <laughs> Give me the more new stars. Stuff. Give me that new stuff. More Death Stars. More Imperial spaceships. What, what? We got a new Snoke. He's a new Emperor. We just got to rehash everything we let's, already know and have. This is... Empire Strikes Back, basically. I mean, yeah, this is sorta. our generation's Empire Strikes Back. I don't know about that. I feel like that's in terms not quite. Of, well, not quite. It's no, almost, I think a, it it's is. It's almost a mix of Re- Return yes. of the Jedi. It's a, and it's a, it's a mix Empire mash. Back. It's a mix mash two and a half hour film of all of these. This things. I will say this this two and a half hour movie could have been two hours. And I, I thought it was three hours. It was long. It felt like a prequel. That's where I'm coming from. The casino felt, the casino like, a felt like a prequel. The casino felt like the episode casino one. was prequel. The, the casino scene, <laughs> the crapinos were quadri. I will say, if anyone, if if I have any arguments and about you do. this or, or disputes about this, mm-hmm. the casino sequence. On Wait, Canto what, you, what bite, word was that? What casino? The casino. Okay. 
<laughs> Canto bite scene is it feels like a huge tangent that didn't need to happen. It yeah. it was prequel. It, it felt very prequely. I mean, I yeah. thought you and McGregor was gonna ride up on a, a oh, monster when they freed all the animals and they're riding around. I'm like, I'm waiting for some gungans to pop out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need that. I didn't need it. I didn't think it ruined the movie. There could have been a gungan at that casino. That'd have been yeah. That'd have been a nice cameo. Or, but I didn't or something. Need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like that whole subplot could have been... A Jar Jar Binks branded um, slot machine. That would have been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I bet there are some of those little, like, like, kind of references in there that people haven't caught on yet. Yeah, there has to be. My favorite character in this whole movie is that little greedy troll man. Who keeps putting coins coins in the (laughs) BB-8. Do you know who voiced him? No. Mark Hamill did. Mark Hamill did, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I liked it. Uh, I like Benicio Del Toro's character. I thought he was cool. Okay, (laughs) we have to talk about this. Yes. The first time you see this guy... It does not look no. like Benicio del Toro at it all. It looks like a younger <laughs> CGI'd version of Benicio del Toro. It is weird. Hmm, I didn't notice. He this. does not look like him whatsoever. I thought it was a, a Brent younger and I had actor the same thought. <laughs> impersonating Benicio. Yeah, and then later I was like, "Oh, it is Benicio." I was like on the fence. I, I didn't know who that was. Yeah. I was like, is that Benicio Del Toro I ripoff? Think that's Brad Pitt impersonating Benicio <laughs> yeah. Del Toro? I would like to see that. That would be really interesting. I did love that they had a quick uh, reference. Uh, they were going to pick up this one guy. He was a master, like, safe cracker. Yeah, and it was Justin Theroux, but mm-hmm. then they, they threw him out of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Get, get rid of that guy. Uh, that plan didn't uh, work. This <laughs> just in, you're Theroux. <laughs> See what I did? <laughs> everyone just everyone just exited the video. Exited the video. No, I felt like the the whole subplot in the casino it, it hurt the pacing. Yes, and because you get this high tension chase on the ships, didn't help anybody? Yeah. Well, the well, it was a side quest in a video game. Yeah, uh, I've, I've heard people yeah. say that they thought it was dumb and it had zero consequences, but I was like, it had huge consequence is the fact that they had to do this and it failed because well the only so it's hard to tell what's going to happen because canto bite is referenced again at the very very end of this movie Mm. with that little boy sweeping yeah the uh that room yeah he has force powers he does yeah because he he forced the room into his hand anybody can get him so it's not it's not clear where the story's going to go more from here, but it's possible. Everybody's going to have see... Jedi powers. Everyone's so, just going to get tapped into the Force. Well, just because like all the Jedi's got killed doesn't mean like all those kids that would have become Jedi's. They're still now they're just kids hanging around that don't know like they're you know they're experiencing like Ray strange feelings like Ray. They don't know what's happening like Ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that was that's Ray's storyline now. She and was one of those little kids. I wanted yeah. what I did want was I wanted less of those little kids. During the the casino stuff, I would have, and then at the end of the movie, instead of just going to the same kids we saw before, I wanted them to show different sets of kids on different planets, all telling this story of like Luke showing down with the First Order, and like they're all like whoa whoa, and then we had the one kid walks out and forces the broom and starts sweeping, and then he's like, I like the, I want to be a Jedi. Yeah. I thought that would have been a more profound like this is like you're watching this legend be born again. You're watching these like, you know, the the hope theme that they keep slapping you in the face with the whole movie. Um I feel like it's reinforced I can, uh, with that. I can agree with that. I think I, I still liked I what they did, but I thought touch. it could have been more. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's like a certain amount of 
Jedi-ness in the world, and when Luke died, it, like, got released? No. 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 Well, the prequel trilogy <laughs> just tells you that people are born with this. Well, we don't listen to those. People are the forced to all stuff. the time. Mm. Yeah, uh, but I mean, but I feel like there's the the concept of having a balance. Isn't yeah. that's always like a theme that runs through these things? Right. So sure. I feel like when Luke dies, the balance shifts. So like Force has to go somewhere. That's how I interpret. Yeah. Well, interpret I think <laughs> here's here's the problem is the original also, trilogy. Also, Snoke dies too, which is a big. Yeah, force. we'll get there. But the, <laughs> the original trilogy does talk to your point, Brad, where the Force has this balance, and yes, people feel it when a powerful Force dies. And it does shift like that, but then the prequel trilogy tells you, no, there are certain people that are born with these, these like, midichlorians that yeah, well, make yeah. them Jedi. So, always this, well, that's, and I think so it's like one's contradicting the other. This movie, I think, spoke a lot to that, where Luke is basically just like, the Jedi were dumb, basically. They're like, oh, it's a yeah. balance in the Force. But when you watch those prequels, there isn't a balance. It's all light side. There's, like, yeah. zero dark side going on. There and they're is. like, no, we have to maintain balance. And I'm like, you're not. That's not what's happening here. Mm-mm. Like, you're just being all light all side light all the side. time. And that's that's when you have, like, a shift. So that's where Luke's just sort of like, this doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> like, it shifted yeah. real hard to the dark out. side with Anakin. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, like, I mean, having a kid be Force-sensitive doesn't necessarily shift the Force one way or the other. It's just how that kid uses the Force. Yeah. Determines the and, and there's some interesting things that happen in the prequel trilogy in terms of storyline. I mean, the movies are not good, but they... So, in the prequel trilogy, you have this, this Senate, and some of the Senate is made up of Jedi, and they try to, they try to infiltrate the Senate in a way to have this kind of balance. Yet, there are things that happen where um, Samuel Jackson's character is trying to go around killing people that are that are pure evil like uh you know emperor palpatine or or darth sidious without really without really going through legal processes so yeah there there are some kind of dark things that even the Jedi are doing in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Is, a, yeah, that a Luke, gray area. Luke kind of takes that step back where he realizes that. I mean, and there's been a lot of, like, theory and, like, old canon that got thrown out with the, the Disney stuff that touches a lot on how, like, the Jedi were actually, like, some pretty awful people. Um, like, they basically would kidnap kids that have Force powers. They're yeah. Like, we can't just leave a kid with Force yeah. powers out. So he's ours now, and we're going to train him. They did that with Anakin. See ya. I mean, with Anakin, they sort of gave him the choice. They were like, hey, you want to come with Somewhat. us? Somewhat. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure Qui-Gon would have taken him regardless. I mean, Anakin actually it's wanted to go like back to no his family. Choice. Yeah, but, like, it's it's pretty well established that, at least in the books and stuff, that, like, the Jedi just take the kids that they find are forced. Like, there were books dedicated to the idea of parents trying to hide their kids from the Jedi because they didn't want them taken away. So just like <clears throat> Beast Wars Transformers... <sighs> You guys remember this? The Decepticons and the Maximals. Every time a pod would land, oh, it'd be yeah. a race to Just, try to yep. get to the pod. Because once you did, you can convert whatever's in the pod to a Maximal or a Predacon. Yep. So just like the Jedi, oh, wow. we're doing this thing. Yep. It's like a race to get the kid to join yeah. your side. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Beast Force. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the beginning. How did you guys feel about the whole beginning fight with the bombers? Uh, the the prank call to General Hux. How did you like... This was the first polarizing issue I've come across. I thought it was funny. I liked it. 
but I know a lot of I people. Thought it, I expect Brad here, does not. I don't know. I, okay, Poe po, po had to like charge up a, a speed. I wasn't a speed sure boost, what he. Yeah, he was doing. Yeah, that's the like, part I missed. Step that on. was the same download graphic from Rogue One, and I thought he was like putting <laughs> it, like uploading a virus yeah, to the was Empire he, was or he something. A, Independence Day. The I, I don't Empire's know if I just missed Star it or Destroyer? whatever. But like then, then when it's full, he's just like, oh, punch it. And I was like, were they plotting a course? They're waiting for like their Google Maps to reroute them. Yeah, do they have to charge I, I a booster? Don't know. I like. I don't it. remember. I mean, I the dog fighting like in like Rogue One and uh, the Last Jedi and, and Force Awakens has all been a lot of fun visually. I, like I really enjoy what they're doing, shooting these yeah. scenes. Um, so that was all a lot of fun. So I didn't really care so much that I didn't quite understand what the point was. Um, but I thought the whole opening was uh, like really entertaining. Yeah, it just needed Poe needed another reason to be have stalled. That's my only thing. Yeah, I was a little confused mm-hmm. about why it was happening. Yeah. I thought it was funny. It was though. fine. I, I liked like but the, I, but the I reason loved, was flimsy to get it to go there. Yeah. yeah. I love that this movie had more humor than any of the yes. other Star I know, Wars. And a lot movies. of people got really upset about the humor and I was like, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like that's still a very Star Warsy thing. It it's is. like, yeah, if you've seen the totally. prequels, it's, it's like non-stop <laughs> comedy. <laughs> it's a little too far. That shifted the balance C-3PO's the other way. His head is on a different robot. It's turned around. You got to maintain the balance, Brad. You know, between comedy and serious. Um, yeah, no, I, I, like, I, I enjoyed the comedy. You have to, like, you know, they diffuse the tension with it a lot. Um, and I know, I think a lot of people were upset about it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah that's just that uh, opening... what movies do nowadays, too, is to yeah, that's underc- true. undercut the Especially tension. Especially if you're, you know, if you know a big demographic's gonna be kids. It's one of my big part, like, I hate about Jurassic World is that every part of the tension's mm. undercut by a Chris Pratt joke or, like, a reference or something. Yes. Like, oh, I would agree with you on that. By, like, bummer. a Chris Pratt fall? <laughs> yeah. He does a pratfall right in the middle of like a serious scene. Right. It's like, oh, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> let us all, let us get the special disbelief going here. Yeah, yeah. let's just go. Um, I, I I enjoyed the uh, the, the sequence where the one girl in the the bomber had to go down to get all the bombs to like go yeah um, or well she fell down to the bottom and uh, yeah. had to get the uh, clicker mm-hmm. to start the bombs. Mm-hmm. But that was that was kind of a crazy idea because that was just a, like a suicide mission. Yeah. Right. So many people died. Worse. And I actually really like that. What's one of the things I really liked about Rogue One is that with a lot of Star Wars, it's very much like a, this war is really being fought by the important people who are all force sensitive and like the regular people are just sort of background fodder. And yeah. I, I, want, I like more of seeing regular people kind of giving their all for this cause and like showing that just because they're not a Skywalker doesn't mean they're not significant. Yeah, and I, like that's yeah, I really liked in Rogue One. I think that that's that was essentially the, goal. the premise of that movie. It's a bunch of regular people having a regular war, basically. Right. It gives you that other side, and so I enjoyed that, especially in the beginning of this, where it's just yeah, it just a person climbs the ladder. She's like, for the rebellion, just presses that button. I also yeah. thought there was gonna be a moment where she used the Force too, and that mm. didn't happen because in Rogue One, I kept wanting that to happen as well. Like the um, the IP man guy and his oh, other yeah. other friend, like I thought they were gonna use the force a few times in that movie. And when the thing's falling, I thought she was just gonna like grab it out of the thin air or something, right? And be like, <laughs> the force is there to like move the balance, or you never know when it's gonna show up. But I also like she just happens to catch. I it. like that that whole opening was very kind of a, like a pastiche of original Star Wars, where so much of like the spaceship battles were influenced by like you know World War One or World War Two dogfight footage. And so, like, this, yeah, you get, like, this bombing run, which is straight up just, like, you know, B-17s, like, in World War II doing some bombing run over mm-hmm. Germany and the fighters trying to hold off the enemies. Like, it felt exactly like 
uh, like a really good homage to the original uh, the original idea of like that's where you get your inspiration from so yeah like a lot of people had issues with the like the tech like the technology of like oh dropping bombs on another starship in space and silly and i'm like well that's fine don't it's think cool. too hard about that yeah it's just yeah. it's just fun visually and i think it makes a lot of sense within star wars i liked and I, yeah like it just looked cool the design of the ships were really cool um and maybe if they had been missiles i guess that would have just solved a lot of problems but like, <laughs> yeah dropping down whatever mm-hmm. and they made the story Bounce. work i mean yeah. like it, it wasn't easy like they didn't make it just like a simple job yeah and like they had to fly died. over and there's like seven <laughs> yeah. ships that blow up on the on the way you could have put it. like little yeah. ex- like propellers on the end of the bombs so, like yeah if you really want to be that fastidious about it but. so yeah um but i enjoyed that um I need to know the statistics, because this is my problem with these new Star Wars issues. The Super Star Death Destroyer base in Force Awakens gets blown to bup. Yep. Yes. How many people die there? I Probably a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I know exactly where you're going. And now we're going with the Empire spaceships. They have a ton of Star Destroyers. They have some sort of Super Star Destroyer yep. and yeah. a Super Super Star Destroyer. <laughs> yes, they yeah. do. And how many... Super, so super like, I do have duper. Yeah. One. How big is the empire at this point? Where they're not just like red, lacked for resources. Red. Wait a second. It's the first order. <laughs> first order. Come yeah. on. For, yeah. Let's. Okay. Come on. If you're now, take it I serious. did look at a statistic that said in Star Wars: A New Hope, over two billion people die. Billion with a B? Because <laughs> yes. of that planet blowing up. Ow. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. In Force Awakens, all those other planets blew up. I don't know if they were. In oh Hammond yeah. Or like not, that's got. A, that's an absurd body count. I mean. Yeah. I did. There is always kind of a weird. Why isn't the Empire ever the underdog? That's what I'm saying. The bad guys. Why do they always have the best stuff? They're always. Well, they like... seem like they have control over the Galactic Senate and Emperor Palpatine. Snoke. Oh, you're oh, you talking about the yeah, first yeah, order? Yeah, you said the Empire first order. Yeah, Whatever. Okay. They're the same they're thing. They're not the same. I, I do want to know like how they're different and how the First Order yeah. rose from the Empire. And how do they have so much sweet stuff all the time? They just lost this, a bunch of sweet stuff. Yeah, no, a lot of this is, uh, from it's what I understand, it's explained in like the, the comics and stuff that have been released in between. But like essentially when the Empire fell, the galaxy split into like a bunch of different sections. And like the First Order just like immediately took over like a bunch of them. And so they just have a ton of money being generated from that. And how um, many ships are going on with that Rebel Alliance? No one came to help Leia at the right. end of the movie. Yeah, that I'm does really leave a lot of questions. Yeah, I'm really because, interested in that. first of all, the Rebel Alliance is pretty much defeated by the end of this movie. They all fit on the Millennium Falcon, which yeah. is tiny. That was one of those sense of scale things that I was not... <laughs> I, I, like, they that movie starts and there's at least a couple thousand Resistance people. And by the end of that movie, there is a Millennium Falcon's worth of Resistance people. And they, like, yeah, we need to get down to the Ooh. statistics of these films. It seems I like pretty know. much all of them die. Like that's a lot of people dying. And I felt like uh, we did get to see Rose was like mourning the loss of her sister, who was the lady on the bomber. Um, but like, I felt like there's not a lot of people being upset by this. <laughs> like, yeah. Like especially Poe is like directly responsible for like a bunch of those shuttles getting shot up mm-hmm. and mutinies, and they're still just sort of like, eh, just hang out on the shuttle with us. You're fine. What like, if the Rebel Alliance are the bad guys? You ever think about this? No I was one else just resisting the about first that order because they're yeah. so small. Yeah. Right. But they also have been like wiped out over six. Seven, eight, nine movies. Right. <laughs> they keep on. They're always the underdog. <laughs> They've been uh. slowly wiped out over nine movies. 
Let's try to think. What uh, so next? Like the major points. I, I liked. I liked the. This is a thing I know a lot of people didn't like, but I like that. Like the, with the big ship is shooting the rebel ship. Snoke ship is shooting the rebel ship. Like the shots are like arcing through space. Again, it felt very like old timey battley, like naval battles, um, which I thought was a fun again, like a fun reference back to like how they were designed in yeah. like the original Star Wars, based on like World War Two fighting. Um, I, but I know a lot of people are like blazers don't do that in space. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. How did you guys feel about Leia after she got blowed up? Why doesn't one of the Star Destroyers lightspeed ahead of them and turn around and go the other way to pincer them? Sorry, go ahead, Andy. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even that. So wait, wait, say that again? Why didn't one of the Star Destroyers like, lightspeed ahead of yeah, that like, other ship to come back and pincer them? up and then turns around and then comes back from the other direction. Like, they're like, we can't go faster than them with, like, outside of hyperspeed. So then they just chase them for 14 hours or whatever. There's a Star Destroyer on the, the first, order. first Order. The First ships, Order. Yeah. So you're saying they go ahead of them yeah. and just kind of turn around yeah yes yeah. that makes sense yeah yeah that makes sense why didn't that happen i think because <laughs> first of all the guy that was uh donald gleason he seemed like an idiot and he didn't seem like he really knew what he was doing i don't respect the authority of the don't first respect order. My authority. <laughs> i don't like i don't want to i don't think that they're good at their job no, as good as not. the empire was right with uh tarkin and all thems mm-hmm. they were yeah. older they were more experienced we got a bunch of young yeah. up-and-comers yeah. and they're a bunch of dummies screwing it up. i think that's actually i think i feel like that's kind of intentional like yeah this movie feels like it's new versus old because all of the new main characters yeah. are like 20 something yeah yeah even i mean this movie's pretty explicit about even, even in the, the first Tarkin, order about kill off the old long live the new so uh yeah that is a very i feel direct sounds like a conscious choice yeah yeah um and yeah all these young guys just sort of being incompetent like i feel the guy on the dreadnought that gets bombed basically Mm. i think he even makes a comment of basically just like he's like my ship's blowing up i have like four other ships around here that don't seem to be helping like he makes a quick before he blows up he's just like i got there's like four other starter stories here and they're not helping me what is happening (laughs) i was like get it together first order all these idiots Can we talk about Luke and Ray for a little bit? Sure. I, I, the odd I couple. didn't like most of the, those scenes. They were the odd couple. <laughs> they were the odd couple. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I don't know. What, like, what, what, what exactly didn't you like? I don't know if you can be super specific. Why was Chewbacca just not just helping? Chilling. Yeah, he, he should have helped. He? That's a little awkward now. He's all like, Han's yeah. dead. Like, I feel like, you know, Should have came on Luke and Chewie are sort of like friends through a friend. So they're like, now that the, the shared friend is dead, they're both sort of like, well, we know each other, I guess, but we don't really hang out, you know? So Luke doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to go. Ray wants him to go. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, does she, she passively, like, ag- aggressively agrees to train her. Yeah, just does to she show even her want to be trained? Does she even Jedi. S- suggest that she gets trained? I think, I think she's it's his suge- idea, No, it? she's suggesting that Luke leave this planet yeah. that he's on in isolation and come help. That was, yeah, that mm-hmm. was her initial question was, yeah, please come just help us. And the thing that makes Luke want to train her is her destroying a, a, a rock? Yeah, because he notices that she her, her force power is incredibly powerful. Mm. And that's when, and she's basically just like, hey, you know, I, I have this power and I don't know how to use it or what to do with it. I could really use some help. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yet, it, this thing, this movie does the same thing that 
that uh, Empire Strikes Back does. There's no actual Jedi training. It's hard to tell like what a Jedi does when they're training, because you want a rocky jumping montage, don't and you? flipping and climbing trees. Is that what a Jedi does yes, to train? hundred percent. I thought it was very like Mr. Miyagi, like wax the car. <laughs> and, and like you know, it didn't feel that it way. Indirectly to me. becomes Ray's just waxing brilliant. the Millennium yeah, Falcon yeah. the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> she crane kicks Chewbacca. Um, that just goes to show how good uh, <laughs> the Karate Kid is. Yeah, <laughs> because showing one thing and proving another is yeah. what that's doing. But I didn't feel this way with this one. Yeah, uh, I felt there was a lot of uh, vignettes in on this planet that he's on that don't all go together but they're like okay we got this battle sequence let's show like a quick little snippet of luke and then let's go back to the battle sequence they were yeah. kind of like ways to intercut the plot i don't know i I've, that goes back to empire strikes back though because in that one you've got luke sitting on the swamp training with yoda just flipping around through trees and then you got like the cloud city like exciting stuff happening yeah um so it is it's kind of direct parallel between those two um where yeah like this stuff's all and then you know ray makes the dishes and she wants to go leave to help the friends again just like luke did and she wasn't ready um i have a question mm -hmm. that i don't know the answer to okay did luke put his coordinates in the r2 unit to be found that's a in good, the first in I, the force awakens you know i i, I can't remember what can happened i don't remember well enough. i mean yeah r2 had them because then and cause, I, like i have to believe yeah. he would have left them there like specifically to like or is r2 like, like in case of emergency number yeah <laughs> or is r2 going against his wishes and oh. revealing where luke is because he doesn't want to be found right yeah he right. explicitly says so like why, i plan to just live here for the rest of my life so why did r2 know that how did how did he know i don't remember enough from force awakens okay so brad what else did you like <laughs> you sound so sad about this i just want everything to fit into a nice logical ball and i feel like it doesn't okay i also well... want clear um um not motivations but goals for ray and kylo ren yes okay i would agree with that i i think kylo ren you think is flip-flopping the whole time yeah, yeah. and you're kind of made to think ray's flip-flopping yeah. a little bit too yeah. mm-hmm but they end up being on whatever side, the side they started I, on. Anyway. I like that. I like that. I, I did like when, that when as he well. asked Ray, yeah. and like Ray standing there, like there is a like a part of me that was genuinely like, Whoa, like is she gonna do it? Like I, I was, yeah. I was I actually like, that to I was like, I'm really, cool. I'm genuinely not sure, and I'm, I'm surprised that the movie was able to even make me like question whether that might happen. I also think Ray could, should have joined Kylo Ren because maybe they could have like solved something, and that was his point. Was like we can just burn it all down, we can start, start over again. Yeah. That's yeah. probably what she, sh they should do. I don't know. Like it sounds like he still intends to use the rest of the First Order to do that. Well, she yeah. can stop way. him from like he's or Ray's supposed to be his moral conscience. I would think. I don't know. I thought it was interesting because again, this goes. They're the balance. This goes. This goes through like Return of the Jedi, where it's that moment where like vader's making the choice of like oh man like you know do i serve the emperor do i help my kid and this one it's like kylo ren you're like thinking that you see kylo ren kind of like making put in the same like a similar situation and 
you're expecting that to be the choice of being like, oh man, like maybe now I redeem myself. And then like, it turns out, no, he was pretty sure the whole time that he was like, yeah, yeah I'm taking Snoke guy. out and I'm the yeah. evil guy. Like, that's not a question for me really. <laughs> Which was interesting because they both showed Snoke in this movie in person and killed him in this movie. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so much fun. And I thought there were way too many questions about Snoke and I did, did not care. And when they were just yeah. like, now he's dead. So, so don't worry about it. I was like, and you know he's dead because yes. he got Star Wars sliced in half. And they yes. showed it. He, he, got, he got Darth Mauled. Yeah, or if, was, or if you fall down a Darth pit Molly. in Star Wars, you're dead. Yeah. So Phasma <laughs> is, is dead, I would think. She I fell down think, a I hole. I think she's got to come back. She fell down a hole, Andy. Yeah. Is Phasma the, the Silver uh, Stormtrooper? Storm mm-hmm. Yeah. Gwendolyn I, Christie. When I saw her, I completely forgot about any of her storyline in Force Awakens. I feel it's kind of weird. They like really pump up Captain Phasma, but she's barely in either of no. these movies. Yeah. Like, Plus, like you don't even see her face but, in this one. I mean, yeah. but at the same time, I mean, like Boba Fett's in like ten seconds of Star Wars, and he became this huge thing. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're trying to make that. Kind it of is interesting though but... because the person that plays Boba Fett, we don't know who that is, but we do know who plays this this uh, oh, stormtrooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of strange that they would keep a mask on this person the entire time, right? Why don't those red ninja stormtroopers fall in line with Kylo Ren? Because they were de- they were they were dedicated to Snoke, to Snoke. Man. Yeah, they were dedicated to Snoke. That battle was really freaking cool. That I room was it. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was so it felt it felt extremely Kurosawa. Like it seemed exactly like when it lights on fire and that's all happening. It felt exactly like an old like Kurosawa samurai film. Yeah, they're having this brutal fight, and I, I really liked also how kind of non elegant that whole fight was. Like the red guys were like super ninja y, mm-hmm. but like the fight was just like, there were points where a lot of it just came down to brute force. And I, I really enjoyed the entire sequence of them fighting the red dudes. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Brad. And they should have joined forces at the end or something. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to tell if they were like paid bodyguards yeah. for Snoke and or- weren't a part of the First mm-hmm. Order. I also maybe would have liked an entire switch of like Ray being bad and Kylo being good. That would have been interesting. That, and then yeah. he redeems her. Yeah, there's a that lot could of have been fun. There's a lot of things that could have happened that were. I don't know. I, I don't think there was enough motivation for her to just turn evil. I think this movie did a really good job of well, subverting Luke sets my expectations. That, for all that, that she is like gravitated towards evil. Yeah. Because this movie did a really good job of making me think Kylo was thinking of switching, and then it's like, nope. He was pretty much like his whole goal was just to take Snoke out and be the number one. And then they're like, the movie makes you think like, oh man, maybe Ray really, really will switch would go with Kylo Ren. And then it's like, nope, she was good. And yeah, I think overall, I, that was effective, at least in terms of, I, I believed it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like a Star Wars movie where everything is usually painted very good and bad. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, so I did enjoy that a lot. Yeah. And then... Another thing that we should touch on is Ray's backstory, which is yes. sort of explained. It's hard to know. It's explained directly. Well, it's hard to know if if the information she's yeah, getting is factual. Like kind of I would say that, that it is. That she can't. She doesn't know she can trust it. I believe that it's true, and I love the way, the way they did it. Where he's like, they hint. Yeah, they I, hint. I, they I hint, still so feel the way he hint, said it and how and she reacted to yes, it makes uh, me yes. think that it's true. Yeah. He, where he's just yeah. like, like, like you know this is true and she's like yeah you're the right. build up when he's just like so like you you know deep down who your parents are and you're like everyone's on the edge of the seat he's like they're fucking nobodies and, <laughs> and she's like yeah they sold you for booze they, money. they were nobody and i was like yes thank you i didn't want her to be some long lost 
Kenobi or the secret like yes. kid of Luke Skywalker. Like, I, I will why does everyone have that. to be one of these special families in Star Wars? Why can't a like a person from nowhere become a thing like Luke did? To even beginning? cement that more, they pay it off at the end of the film by having that little kid have Force powers. Right. Right. Yes. That, okay. So. That's true. I I will agree with you. And number one, I do think that it's important that she's not a part of the traditional family storyline. Yes. I think that's great, but. You're getting the information from a character that's purposely manipulating her the entire right. movie. So it's hard. I, I can still... What I'm saying it, it is I think they can still retract what they said in this movie in the next one. I think that there's room for them yeah. to retract yeah, all but of that. they should I don't know if they would. I don't think they but should. But I'm saying that's possible that it could happen. I absolutely love that she is a nobody. I love it. That's I think that's fantastic. She's her own Skywalker. And maybe that's why they showed the Candlebite scene. Um although it's way too long, just to show these these orphan kids that are, like, basically, like, uh, in prison, like, riding these chuba, cho- chocobos around. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say chubacabra. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're basically doing that, so it's it, it allows you to show these characters once more and go, oh, wait, you know, even uh, orphans or the people that are nobody or not a, a Skywalker. Right. Like even they could have the force and be powerful. Yeah, and, and that's important. why. Yeah, and that's again. That's why I, I kind of I liked what they did at the end, but I thought they should have done it with more kids. Like all these kids yeah. telling each other, like in different places, all telling this legend story, and they're all getting inspired by these like the resistance fighters. They're like, wow, how cool! And then yeah, you get to see like one of them was forced sensitive. Like these kids are still out there, and or if it is past stories growing, passed down through families. I mean, there's a whole bunch of Jedi in the prequels that could have had kids. There could be a little Windu out there. There could be a little weird uh, hair, long thingy guy. <laughs> if you go back to the prequel, yeah. there was a rule that the Jedi could not marry and have relationships. Well, yeah, they, but come no, on. The Jedi, they couldn't have come attachments, on. so the Jedi code was hit it and quit it. <laughs> well, that was the Jedi code. It was like, you just can't be attached to yeah. stuff, so as long as you don't care. That, that's another thing, too, you because care, you're fine. There, in, in the prequel trilogy, there are numerous Jedi that do not follow the code whatsoever. They might say they are, but they oh, yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's, again, like, that's, uh, from what I understand, I also have not watched the Clone Wars TV series, but I, I, my understanding is that uh, also touches on a lot of this, and I think the, the new series, the Star Wars Rebels series, does the same thing, where they, the Clone Wars especially goes into, like, there were a lot of Jedi doing a lot of bad stuff, because they knew that, like, because of their status as Jedi, they could get away with it, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, they didn't care really care about the code, and so it does a, a better job of kind of showing that, the Jedi aren't just this, like, noble altruistic force mm-hmm. by all of them are, like, these great people. Like, they were kind of a, you know, an old establishment corrupt organization just like any other. I also don't know the intention of doing that because it does muddy the good versus evil aspect of the whole yeah. universe of Star Wars. And it's even um, set up with the scene that I think Benicio del Toro is looking through some manifest and he finds that both yeah. like rebels and uh, the First Order are like, buying illegal goods. Yeah. It's like yeah. maybe you're not oh. fighting for the right side. It's so like that, they both have... One of the few know. things I did enjoy about the casino subplot was when there's specific... It was that stuff where it, you kind of get to see that there's like this whole other like just section of people that this conflict just doesn't does, matter. Doesn't matter matter for no. like they're rich regardless it does it does not matter to these people for like they don't care at all because it doesn't affect them it just makes them richer and so the like one there's this whole section of society that yeah. yeah just isn't affected by any of this so um i thought that was kind of a neat thing where yeah you get so wrapped up in the story of these two sides fighting each other and then they're like 
you see this different perspective. <laughs> yeah, but, there's points yeah. where it really doesn't yeah, matter it, necessarily <laughs> to some people. And it's like, what's the reality of war is people will do anything to try and make their side win, even if it's yeah. doing illegal stuff or yeah. buying illegal weapons. Yep. Which I, they kind of touched on that in Rogue One, too. Uh, Cassian was just sort of like, I've done some like terrible shitty stuff in like the name of in the name of the rebellion to like give yeah. us an upper hand on things and some, yeah sometimes so it's definitely just, a theme that they're pushing with the new ones that the I, rebels aren't as yeah. good as this one i think, think was the, the, there was a big emphasis in this movie of like ev- anyone can fail like like everyone in this movie essentially fails at what they were trying to do <laughs> everyone yep chewbacca can't eat that porg no oh, he can't no. eat the porg that's the big one yeah that, that, <laughs> that, that was fan. the one that resonated with me i was like wow i felt like Chewbacca brad i i could feel you gripping the chair when that scene happened and i knew you the hated it but i already cooked it. <laughs> he should have just took in a bite if it had been an uncooked or he should have I mean, he should have taken that porg to that go. That porg was ready to go. That's a waste of a porg. It is at this oh, point. He was... should have just fed that porg to the porg. <laughs> you want some porg porg? Yeah. Or feed it to a monster out in the ocean or something. But oh, that's man. just a waste of a good porg. Yeah, yeah. it looked delicious too. Yeah, but I would eat an Ewok. I'd eat most of the, the monsters yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah. So you like eating a yeah. bear. I mean, there was definitely things that were questionable in this. A lot of people were upset about Leia not forcing dying? herself back into the ship. Why didn't Why didn't well, she die instead I, of Lauren Dern? I, I think that's, again, a section of this movie subverting <laughs> your expectations. The audience knows that Carrie Fisher is gone. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is how they're writing her out. Nope, she's still alive. And then later they're like, now she's in a coma. Who knows if she'll make it? And you're like, that's how she's going to go. They're like, oh, now she's awake again. So and like, they keep well, being like, this is the final battle. Nope, she's still here. And then at the end of the movie, they're like, she's still alive. She's and still now Luke is dead. But and she has surprised. force powers herself. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. As, as a Skywalker, she has force powers herself. And yeah. they show, like, she never shows her force powers in any of the movies, and this is Until the first now. time she's actually doing right. it. I think she has like and sensory things. In that's the West, what I've heard a lot of people say. Like her, Jedi, her force powers always seem to be more like emotional or sensory based. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. For, the force is the force. How you use it is up to you. Mm-hmm. So she senses where Luke is at the end of Empire. I, I mean, I, it was in very much in her character to not rely on it. So like she was, I thought it would have been kind of funny if like she reaches her hand out and makes you think she's about to do something with the force for that, and then like she just like grabs like a fire extinguisher and wallies herself back into the ship. Like <laughs> yeah. I thought that would have been interesting. Where she blows like, open that door, doesn't she? With force yes, powers, yes, she does yeah. blow open that door. They were like cutting through with something though. I don't know. Yeah, but it explodes. It for, explodes for straight in, and though, then yeah. she's like there with the hand. So she, yeah, yeah. She force punched that. Her door. face she does a really weird it. thing, where like there's like oxygen bubbles like around her nose and face and everything. It looks yeah. really weird. I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, I didn't have any problem with her forcing her way back into the ship, and a lot of people were like, "I, that was I also dumb. didn't really have a problem with um, her her being her saving herself." Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with her suddenly having force bars. I mean, there's been how many years between like <laughs> Return of the Jedi and this movie, and that's like this is kind of the first time it's ever come up for her. Like who knows what she's you know picked up from her brother in the intervening well, years. Well, and, and it's interesting. I I've watched the original trilogy over the last month, and the only time that they actually imply that their brother and sister is in Return of the Jedi, and that's yeah. that's the only time that that's actually a plot element. And they say um, at one point when 
Luke is, feels like he's like the only one to save his father. Obi Wan goes, "Well, no, there is another there, one." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they imply like, "Okay, yeah. Leia's your your sister, and she also has Force powers, but she never really gets to use them." Yeah, I think them. I, I, I almost feel like I, there might have been a part where the, even the Emperor or Vader says the same thing, where he's like, "If you won't join us, we'll just get your sister to do it." Yeah. So there was yeah. always sort of like that subtext of she can do all these things too. She just chooses not to, basically. Um, so I didn't think it was like some sort of ruining Star Wars for her to do it. And Mm -hmm. I I feel like that's kind of a silly position to take for a lot of, like a lot of the criticism I've been hearing. Yeah. And, and each one of these Star Wars movies kind of introduces a new idea. And, you know, like if you go back to Empire Strikes Back, Darth Vader never was Luke's luke's father until they got to that scene and they were like there needs to be a bigger impact here so they Mm -hmm. they wrote that in way after the script was done and and they were already like into shooting this these sequences so they're kind of introducing like one new thing over the course of each one of these movies how did you guys feel about the hyperspace ram that scene the best scene in any Star Wars film yeah, ever made. That was I completely agree. I'm so very mad. impressed. That's the most beautiful and artistic I, thing oh, I've ever seen in the Star Wars. I, I, say, I love that they, they and maybe even this year took like, out the sound time. too. Yes, yeah. oh, that was incredible. the most impressive thing. Black and white. It just no sound. it just dead sound. You hear like in the theater, you like you would hear someone be like, "Oh shit!" Like yeah, I got we, a bunch we, of that. We heard people oh. gasp yeah. basically when that thought, happened. Like, it was I, so cool. I feel like it's been so long since I've just been like stunned by a piece of like cg graphics yeah i feel like it's been a forever <laughs> since i've been like oh wow that was cool this yeah. thing i was just like that was beautiful the way they made it like yep. the effect was just incredible it looked incredible the sound was awesome uh i did see it in the dolby cinema and i thought i enjoyed it a lot but i don't know if i'll go back my wife was like it was too loud did we like, see it in the Maybe. dolby cinema but, yeah i can't I remember know. The only one in Michigan is in graduate. Oh, should, right. I remember you talking go. about they this. They should kamikaze ships into these things. Put I, robots yeah. at the helm. A lot of people were saying, yeah, like, this is a thing. And yeah, could like, you just autopilot that? <laughs> there's, I mean, there's all sorts of, like, it, this. a lot of it gets into kind of debating technology and tactics and stuff. In a universe light, where space yeah. wizards exist. But, uh, like... I want to see more things get light sped through. Light speed through a planet. What happens? Yeah. And then there's... Let's see it. It's one of those things yeah, they where... they could have just showed Leia, like turn on from another ship just turn on like the, the autopilot yeah the autopilot or something like that I, yeah I, I was sitting there kind of like purple hair didn't need to die like, just remote control a ship like <laughs> I feel c3po like, could have sacrificed yeah i have themselves. a droid steered it now at the same time uh, i think c3po would have argued not <laughs> doing that yeah <laughs> at the same time i also it was kind of like the snap decision thing and i'm sure there's a whole lot of like don't do this if things in the software for that so like the idea of having a droid do it, I'd be like, no, they their programming literally would not let them do that. Mm-hmm. So I could see that maybe being a thing. But again, that's kind of uh, over-explaining a, yeah. a universe of space wizards. I think one thing that like weakened the overall movie is the fact that you still have these residual characters from other Star Wars movies that have to be in there, like mm-hmm. C-3PO, R2-D2, Chewbacca, who serve no purpose the to The scene with R2-D2 story. and Luke was great, though. Yeah, where they, where yeah. they, meet, they run back into so, each other. It's finally. nice seeing those sequences, but they don't... That's, they don't add to the story. You don't give yeah. them anything to do, then they're not that helpful either, like Chewbacca. It is like, a thing where I've, I've been enjoying... But you add Rose to like yeah. the movie, it's like, okay, 
why don't you have that being another why couldn't that have been poe why couldn't that have been yeah somebody else i don't know well, that we already I know, knew i, I kind of liked getting rid of setting up a love story. sweeping away the old stuff and bringing sure. in the new stuff and um I, I i liked rose's character in general and i think it is kind of an interesting dynamic because in the first in the force awakens they set it up like oh now like finn and ray destined to be together yeah. and now you're like oh well, like you know they're all fighting a yeah. thing together maybe not completely like, wipe that away yeah like that doesn't necessarily have to be a thing it could still be a thing because she does like the whole looks at him when she, when she's sitting at Rose's but she bed. looks like happy They're yeah and that's what i thought too and i was like i again another subversion where like you go in assuming that that's the the story and then you're like oh maybe not it doesn't have to be and this whole movie was sort of like oh maybe not <laughs> which well, i enjoyed um, it is um hard to tell where this is going next yeah. because you have Kylo Ren who is supposed to be the the evil character now that they're up against mm-hmm. yet he he might not be as evil as we think yeah, I mean I know at the like end vengeful. he's like going crazy but yeah. yeah he's just super he seems emotional. like he could be turned pretty easily yeah he's just, if he yeah, just gets exactly. his kind mood of, in order he kind of goes like one way or the other and yeah again he just he's super emotional and that's kind of what causes all his problems also his only link right now is Leia and how are they going to use her in the third yeah. movie like next movie they, yeah. they literally said they're not writing a single scene with her in it yeah they're um, not even putting in a general, CGI that's, that's his like her. only other attachment is I, like to get rid of her I, I really like Adam Driver in general I think he's like oh he's fantastic like you have his number and you yeah, call him well, and shh, don't tell anyone. You've got a date. Don't tell anyone. Hey, tonight shh, after the on. show. Hey, they matched on Tinder. <laughs> I wish. Did you see that? Again, not enough shirtless Adam Driver. No, uh, I, he's just an amazing actor. And I, but I really enjoy some of the the touches he does, Ooh. Uh, especially with the, to you. Yeah, to <laughs> you t- and your t- your body you. with his lightsaber. Touching with his with his with his lightsaber. Touching um, you. <laughs> Um, I like Adam Driver. <laughs> coming out of the prequels, where you have like these absurdly choreographed lightsaber fights, and, and he's just hacking wood with that thing. Yeah, he is so brutal. <laughs> yeah, he's like when he when he gets wood. he is he's after just after he tries like, to, to smashing blow Luke up, like a, and he's like, "Fine, I'll do it myself." It's a light hammer for him. I he's love just like going yeah, at it. when he turns on and just like stands there, like I'm gonna punch you with my lightsaber. I love the contrast of that to like the original series, where you get these goofy over-the-top choreographed lightsaber fencing duels. And there was even some of that when he fought Luke. When Luke had, yeah. like, he had the two hand, like, because George Lucas always said you have to have two hands on the lightsaber or whatever. Yeah, because they're, like, Luke's 40 or 50 pounds. Right, for, yeah. For yeah, Luke is kind of very samurai, yeah. and then, like, and Driver is just very brutalistic, very, like, just utilitarian with how he fights, and, yeah, one kind of one-handed, and it, it was kind of, it almost felt like Luke's very... Samurai fighting style, like Adam Driver's kind of very like medieval, like just crusade battle kind yeah. of fighting. Because the in and, the original trilogy it was written that yes, like you, you had to hold it with two hands because these were really heavy weapons. Like each lightsaber itself was supposed to be like forty or fifty pounds, ah, and it's, so that. it's like it's hard to hold that up for a very long yeah. time and fight. Mm-hmm. And then they threw it out the window with the prequels. well. They didn't quite throw it out the window. It was, a, again, like a conscious choice where he wanted to show that, like, the prequel trilogy is when the Jedi is in their prime. So yeah. he wants them to show that they're, like, super strong. You know, they have their their technique is way better and more impressive. Um, so they have better maneuver um, with the lightsaber in the prequel trilogy than, like, these, the new one and the original. So going forward, um, past this movie, I'm... I'm curious, but I'm also worried about the direction the movies are going to go. 
Um, I know, like, when Force Awakens came 10, out. 10, 11, and 12? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried, like, when, when Force Awakens coming. came out, a yeah. lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people were upset that it was too much of a retread of A New Hope. And yeah. then uh, this movie is very, very kind of, still kind of a retread of, of Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, but yeah. it does a whole lot of subverting and new new ideas and is very different from old Star Wars. And that's causing all this, like, not, I don't want to say controversy, I think that's blowing it up too much, but a lot of polarizing reactions on, on the film. And I think it's a cool idea. And now they're, you know, J.J. Abrams is coming back to do the ninth one instead, like who, yeah. you know, doing the first one. I'm, I'm almost worried that they're going to rein it in too much and that nine is going to be just the most generic star wars you could possibly have like i the, can't even the imagine most star wars star wars where you're just like yep that was gonna happen that's how star wars goes yeah all right I, what it, it's hours. gonna be Bye. uh they the the people on the outer rim of the galaxy finally get the stress distress call from the <laughs> rebels and they yeah oh wow there's a lot more rebels than we thought yeah now they're gonna <laughs> and now they're all swooping in uh ray redeems adam driver everyone yeah they blow up another happy. death star they all they're like yeah. this again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. an even bigger Who planet gun <laughs> oh no they're like Keep we are up. the emperor republic <laughs> we even get like the a first they couldn't even help but put a little bit of death star in this movie with that laser at the end it's like oh <laughs> come on give up on the death star thing already <laughs> ready we the laser three times Ooh. oh something i did want to talk about was <laughs> get rid I, of that thing uh, speaking of like we talked about the visuals of the hyperdrive ram the visuals of that final planet battle were so cool that where that's like the the salt on top of the red dust yes that made that whole scene so interesting visually like it the speeders beautiful. scooping around with kicking up all the red dust Every time the TIE Fighters are shooting the ground or the big walkers are shooting, the explosions aren't just explosions. They're also all these huge clouds of this red stuff getting thrown up. Yeah, which that that whole sequence is basically just the Hoth sequence over yeah, again. But on, you know, on a like, yeah, with a different salt. kind of planet. And yeah. I, visually, I thought it was very interesting. I thought it the does design of cool the walkers because, were cool. Yeah. Um, it does look cool because they're occupying a, an old rebel base that no one has touched in, like, many many years so they're like using like old equipment that's like yeah. really crappy and they don't know how to use <laughs> it properly oh, yeah. they made that's it kind of save that for the beginning of the next movie too yeah this movie like yeah. had so much in it already and now that like they're instantly like all down on the planet <sighs> this and... movie had like six endings yeah i i was expecting this movie to end at multiple times and then it just kept going and there was a new thing and i i wasn't sad yeah. about that i was really enjoying the movie so i was like hey as long yeah, as just, you want yeah they kept it going just but keep going they could have um pulled the use that for something yeah. else um i i and i bet they used like that salt planet so that they can because luke skywalker shows up yep and when he well, walks, there is no. I did not notice. My I wife, didn't notice that either. My wife caught that, and I did not. I completely. She was like, "Yeah, he didn't leave footprints when he was walking in the sand." So I was yeah. like, hmm, "That's a little weird." And I was like, "Oh, I probably would have just been like." Mm, They're alluding to Jedi it. Jedi walking on top of the stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but can um, can he? He can interact with stuff though. So what sense does that make? He's fighting Adam Driver the whole time. No, he's not. He, they, I don't think he doesn't ever, even he doesn't even swing yeah, the, they never the even saber once. What about the Millennium Falcon? This dice is the thing. first. This is the first Star Wars movie where two lightsabers never touch once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
This is in the trivia. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That wrote? No, Isn't that weird? Yeah, that I, I like, wrote <laughs> just now. <laughs> the red guys, I was like, no, they were all using vibroblades. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then when... And um, Ray and him fight over to the single lightsaber and break it. The, that was the, the, the thing, The too. silver stormtrooper versus the... What's the main guy's name? Oh, Finn. Finn. Yeah. Yeah, Finn he's using, plasma. like, this, like, weird, like, electronic... thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, they break Luke's... Lightsaber, right? And that's another thing. He's uh, he's it. fighting with the lightsaber they just broke in the previous yeah. scene, and that, that's another thing my wife caught that I didn't even think about until late. I was like, oh yeah, she was like, yeah, I was, I was like, someone's got to be up with that scene because that's. Yeah, they were never like the, He's not leaving footprints. And his hair is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. He comments on it I or something like that. Or she, no, she comments on her hair. <laughs> yeah. I did like how they're like, how did he even get in here? So there's got to be a way out. And then it's like, he actually didn't get in there. No. He was just, he just, so they're lucky. (laughs) I was kind of disappointed though that, so he fought in that sequence, sort of. Mm-hmm. But Explain he was to me fake, the gold but dice then he, before we move on. But then he just disappeared. How was how Kylo Ren able to touch the dice then? Able to touch the dice? Yeah. He picked them up and looked at oh. them and they disappeared in his hand. That I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Like I, when he, she showed the dice in the Millennium Falcon, it's too, a trick. And I was like, it's a mind trick. Maybe I was like, uh, is that a Han Solo thing? Like I don't remember these dice. Yeah, or something. that was awesome. And then, so and it's, like, it's something it is, from but... yeah, something was it, was from like in Force Awakens or it's 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 from A New Hope. Actually, he has these like dice that are not even referenced to. No one mentions them whatsoever. Oh. So now they're just pulling it back for some. Wow. There's, there, there's okay. a hidden scene where Luke looks very like coyly at the dice. Like I'm gonna get those one day. Yeah, <laughs> those are gonna be mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like because I, I, I read that and I was like I don't need, I have no idea what these dice are. Um, you must have to be a serious Star Wars nerd to be like wow, oh my yeah, god I'd, that was in a New Hope. Would not have caught that at all. Um, yeah. He touches those dice. Ooh, gets all of them. So does Leia. Dice. It's she a, touches mu- it's a, too. It's a mind trick. Don't they yeah. hug? Yeah. Yeah. It's but, it's all a mind trick. Ugh. That's Jedi have mind powers. Why can't he mind trick to have the dust fly up when he walks then? He just... Why bother? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Why does he care about the other things? Here's these dice. <laughs> he, was, okay, he was reconnecting with his sister. He's like, look, let's share a nice thing. Let's get here's the dice. Mm-hmm. I was a little bothered that he died after that, though. Yeah, he just, well, he disappeared. He, well, he, he became he disappeared. One of the Jedi. He yeah, he, Jedi he did. He did an Obi Wan. I thought he was going to Obi Wan after the laser blasts happened. I thought he was going to Obi Wan. I thought so too. I thought it was going to be that like, went straight through, and Kylo was going to look back, and it was just going to be a pile of robes. Yeah. And then it was just him there, and I was like, oh shoot! Like, is he just like a god now? <laughs> I was like, what happened? Yeah, I thought he, they were just showing he was like all powerful. Yeah. yeah. So There's no way to defeat him. Oh, we don't really ever see like the ultimate of Luke. I mean, he probably has it form. at this point, but yeah, his final form is his Super Saiyan. I'm, yeah, I have to... I you're, assume you're, he's coming back as a ghost in... Or like a Force, you know, Force yes, ghost. He I mean, has Yoda's to. made a nice appearance. I, okay, I thought Yoda, Yoda was great. He was a prophet in this movie. I still, I still want to say something about this Luke Skywalker okay, dying. Yeah. So... I, I felt that that was a weak way to write that sequence. If he was real, that would have been more powerful because okay. it goes back to the same thing that Obi Wan says. Yes, he says, "If did. you strike me down, I, I will come back even stronger." Yep. Him dying alone on a planet with a bunch of old maid <laughs> dinosaurs <laughs> is so weak and serves nothing to the story, yeah. and no one sees him die. So there's no way that he grows power more powerful. 
in that yeah, way. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I feel like it was unnecessary. I feel like they could have just yeah. as easily had him there. And you're right. I think it would have been more, much more powerful if he'd done an Obi Wan because yeah, it's it's a direct callback. It's that connection between them. And I mean, it's super inspiring. fucking cool that yeah. he like he like Jedi mind tricked his way yeah. to this planet and was fake the entire time. But don't kill him. Maybe kill him in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, would absolutely, so, I would agree. I would so agree weak. completely. So weak. Um, a lot of people were upset with this portrayal of Luke as like he was. He might have. He's killed upset Kylo. As, as the portrayal. He of was. Luke. He was. He's, he's, he's on did, record. He, he, he did also. He also walked that back today. I feel like he he realized how big this. Yeah, has he gotten. saw his first paycheck for so the residuals. He, he walked back today. He was like, oh, so nah, that movie was real good. Saying that stuff, guys. Uh, you guys should keep seeing that movie. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, he did say when he got the script and read it, he was like, I disagree with everything that's in this script, but I'll, I'll do the movie. I didn't see, and that's why I, I liked this version of Luke because I didn't want it. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, after after they wrapped everything up when they were 28, everything was sun and roses and, nothing, yeah. and Luke was great forever and ever. And I'm like, I feel like the, it's important to be able to show you that, like, even if you... Ha, like experience this amazing growth and like become this wise character it doesn't mean your struggle's over like you could you could yeah. still fall you can still make mistakes here's my fix yes one of the old maids has a talk with ray and comments of all these great deeds that luke's been doing for those 30 missing years or whatever going around the galaxy okay that we never get to see He's not just hiding out being a scared little pooty cat. Uh, he's just been like he's but he's like limiting his like use out there in the world, but when he does use it, he's doing great things with it. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I need it. <laughs> Otherwise he's just hiding like a scale wheel pooty he's cat. He's hiding like a Yoda. No, like a pooty cat. Like a Yoda. <laughs> yeah. He's just doing a Yoda. Yoda's Weird. I, 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 I that opens up questions for I that too. I loved Yoda. Why, was... No, no, I'm talking about an empire. Like, why is he hanging out in Dagobah? Now I'm like, he's, he's, he's probably now doing I'm this... overthinking too many things. Well, he's he goes into hiding because the Jedi Same is completely Obi-Wan. why like, not go destroyed? to somewhere nicer? Go, or <laughs> maybe Luke had a nicer planet than the Dagobah system. Yeah, that's well, true. Yeah, he's that's hanging true. out in a dirty swamp. He went to like the dirty swamp, I'm and then sure, Luke yeah. went to like he's like, I'm in New yeah. Zealand. Check out this mountain. <laughs> he goes like Cancun. Like this is beautiful. He's got the He's like, I'm in Ireland. Yeah. I, got, I got milk for days. He's, He's taking fish. selfies. He's <laughs> on Instagram just like living it up. Um, oh, there could man. have been also like deeds in like the book, the, those, those uh, mysterious Jedi manuals or whatever. Yeah. Those could have been like a catalog of all the good deeds Luke has been doing or trying to. I kind of love that Yoda was like, let those Jedi book go. Like, and then they don't. But then they don't. <laughs> they don't. And then they didn't. Yeah. They were still on the ship. And I was kind of like, no, because I did like that too. I thought it was yeah, great. I was like, when, how did that, that like, whole tree burn? can't lose the books. And Yoda was straight up like, burn the books, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Get down. I loved it. Yeah. And then they were like, ah, oh, surprise, the books are really done and yoda probably knew that and i was like no oh, i kind of take some yoda's away from way too carefree in this movie he's i been, loved it like oh. like pot is legal now yoda is getting oh, high he's, he's getting higher ghost. than he's high getting, he's nah. like i'm dead bitches smoke up burn those books more trees <laughs> <laughs> no, he's was, like, I don't yeah. care. I'm not living. I love that they brought back like Hippie Empire Yoda. Strikes Back Yoda, where he's just being a goofball. And yeah, and and at first I could not tell if he was a puppet or not. He was a puppet because the whole of time. The, because of the glow. The yes, the glow. The blue yeah. glow. I, I was trying to find made the him look thing. a little was, bit more CGI, but he it he was not stop puppet. And they threw Frank Oz right up on the screen. And yeah, letters for it. So. Loved it. Yep, loved it. I thought Yoda was great in this. I loved him blowing up that tree and just being like, Luke, get over it. 
<laughs> I also like Mark Hamill's acting better in those scenes. Yeah, I agree. I think they really turned a corner. For, like he was yeah. maybe more committed to doing them, or the interesting I don't know thing what, is but. that like they show Mark Hamill, he's. <sighs> He's like disgruntled. He doesn't care about the Jedi. He just wants to live in this like in solitude, basically. But you don't get the motivation for that for so long. Yeah, like you don't get it until you see that he He's was just training being a guy for a while. And then yeah, he was he... training Kylo Ren mm-hmm. or whatever his name is, Ben. And he like noticed that he was like has a very evil dark side. And then he was like, oh my God, I'm training this guy who could potentially be evil. Yeah. So you don't get that for a very long time, which is kind of unsatisfying. Yeah, I think they could have uh, brought it to you earlier. Um, and I think it would have helped ease an audience into that because it is just grumpy guy Luke for a while. And you're like, why is he... Like, I understand that he had you know, like this traumatic thing happened because they give you the basics of like Kylo Ren killed a ball of his students except for like... The Knights of Ren, who you still don't see at all. Yeah, we should see that. Um, and then, yeah, like I, I get that, and I get that he's probably upset about it, but like they, they give you nothing about it, just him being grumpy for a long time, and it was sort of like a, like, can we wrap this up almost? Um, but yeah. in general, I thought I thought it was fine. I didn't have any problems with the Luke in this movie. And, and I, I didn't have I, any problems with this character. I just wish that he was doing something. More than just like getting hanging out a ton island. of dialogue. Also, probably as an actor, it probably was more fun to like hang out with your friends or people other than like Ray the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> it until like the very end where he gets yeah. to like actually talk to someone else. You're right. <laughs> interact with physically like, interact with someone. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, oh man, and it, it's kind of funny. In the trivia, it said that uh, since they're on that giant mountain. Um, they had to walk up that mountain every day to shoot, and so Mark Hamill like tried his best to just sleep in one of those oh, one of those buildings. Bad. But then they were like the because uh, they were shooting in Ireland or something like that, and, and whoever was overseeing that production from Ireland was like, "You can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> so he was like forced to walk up these stairs. Yeah. He tried to sleep up there. <laughs> I can see it being just a bummer of a time on yeah. set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably like, rainy like, yeah. and cold, and you're just hanging out with Daisy Ridley the whole time. Yeah, I mean it's. Crew. visually appealing but as an actor yeah if you gotta climb up a giant mountain just to do a scene <laughs> yeah, of say, dialogue he wasn't acting he was just grumpy yeah. <laughs> he was just, just grumpy mark hamill the whole time i uh, didn't realize mark hamill's that grumpy i've watched tons tons and tons of interviews and he just doesn't seem like a very happy he's person. insightful about things he he's is. insightful yes yeah. he doesn't seem like he's a happy star things. wars person he yeah. loves talking about every other acting job he's ever had other yeah. than star wars like if you watch um <laughs> i know that voice the documentary about voice acting yeah every everything he does in that is very much like he's he gets so into talking about the like craft of acting in general including voice acting and I, it was it's really neat and then yeah you see sometimes where he talks about like star wars stuff we're doing this and you're just like he just seems real burned out on star wars and which is understandable. Yeah, like, yeah, I definitely would be. I feel like at this point too, I'd be like, "Geez, uh, after it's too forty much. years, but fifty years, but forty years, yeah, yeah." That's just that's a long time. Yeah, to just live in one universe, <laughs> right? Because I, no one, I, I bet aside from Joker and Star Wars, can you name any other Mark Hamill movies? Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back. Star Wars, bitches. <laughs> you got him. You got him, Brad. Even that movie has Star Wars in it. Uh, I don't know. He, I mean, I know he voice acts like all the time. Mm-hmm. He never stops, but in terms of big roles, I guess that's it. <laughs> that is it. 
Uh, I'm sure he's gonna watch this and he's gonna be in, he's gonna be furious. He's gonna be like, I was in. Uh... He's gonna send <laughs> he us. Can't even think about like, a lot of theater. Well, that'd be my probably summation. Mm. Yeah, it could be. Um, I think I do think the big fix for this would have been snip a lot of the casino. I didn't need it. You could have rewritten it as in like, hey, we have this like we need a cantina you, scene, you Andy. Have, you could have made all it, the other movies have cantina scenes. You we could have need made one. it like a, a thing where the, the like the gen, the admiral lady that takes over for Leia is like worried that there's an imperial spy on the ship, and that's why she won't tell anybody. That was the something that they should have followed through. I with. think they should have done because that. that would have been a reason for her not to divulge her plan. Yeah. Which there was no reason for her not to do that, but that would have been the reason had yeah. it existed. I mean, within the con- like the meta context of the movie, it makes sense in in that Poe needs to learn that mm. you, you like you being, trust being the hero isn't always the answer. Like you can't just be like, "Oh, I'm the hero, so I can fix it." Like he had to learn like, "Oh, it's a team effort." And yeah. I, I get it in that sense, but it d- it did result in a lot of unnecessary deaths that could have been avoided if she'd just been like, oh, let's go talk in the broom closet real quick. I'll explain this to you. Yes. Yeah. Um, or we just have like, a plan. We're leaving but, here. Yeah, talk about that. And then, like, still, you could still have them, like, come up with this plan. Like, maybe they have, like, this code breaker in, like, the, one, a jail on the ship, and they're like, we can use him to get into the other ship and do it that way. I thought it ruined the pacing to keep cutting to... The casino stuff. And yeah, that felt, subplot It felt C. way too, uh, way too episode one for a lot of that. Very. I think cool. chopping that out, chopping that like half hour out of this movie, I think would have been a big improvement. We but, need, but we need to put Finn doing something. He's a yes. main character. I actually almost expected yeah. make him do something. I, I almost expected the them Han to just Solo. have him be healing the entire movie. <clears throat> I thought that would have been another funny subversion where you're like, I can't I've wait heard... to see what Finn does. And then he's just in like a tank the whole time with his back still healing. You're like, oh, nothing. <laughs> I forgot what, where we left him in Force Awakens. He was unconscious. He got, he got sliced in the back good. by Kylo Ren okay. uh, in the in the fight. And so they carried him on to the, yeah, they carried him on the Millennium Falcon and then put him in a big then tank. Then Ray gives him a smooch before he goes under. Mm-hmm. He goes in the tank. Mm-hmm. The Luke tank. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean... These are gripes, and there's plenty of like, uh, why why use these tactics, or why does technology work this way? Yeah. And I, I think that's overthinking it, things too much. Right. I think here's the thing: like, you're never gonna end up with a perfect movie. No, you're never gonna. You're yeah, never gonna there's always gonna be any sci-fi. There's always everything. gonna be why doesn't X work like Y? Right. Um, and I think it it it's too you get too deep into it trying to figure that out, and you're gonna overthink it and ruin it for yourself. Yeah. Um, so I, I I had a great time watching this in the theater. Yeah, I still I think I we so end up with fun. a very fun movie. I knew still. I would because you know I'm, I loved watching the prequels. In the I was I was a little bored <laughs> in the middle of this movie. I was just a little bored. Yeah, I can see that because yeah, it is I, long. I, I, it's slow chasing yeah. and then the casino long. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Luke, uh, yeah, I, looping, I wouldn't fault anyone for feeling looping, that way. Looping, I don't want to train you, then immediately I'll train you. And like, I think... Why did we go through Right, this? and I think it's a good thing that they pull you back with giving you the hyperspace jump, the crazy Kurosawa fight. Like, they do a great job of ramping that back up and then, like, the yeah. pretend Hoth fight on the planet that I was surprised happened because I thought it was going to end after the, the Kurosawa fight. How did Finn and, and Rose get onto the ship? Uh, they took the, like, the Benicio del Toro cloaked their ship, uh-huh. and they flew into, like, a vent. Oh, okay. On the big ship. I, that's something I forgot. Yep. Oh, okay. I was like, how the hell did they get in there? 
cloaking. That's why. Then that's why I like when. Benicio and it was it was all a trap evil, though, right? The shuttles. It was no. It, it was sort of a trap. Like Benicio yes. was leading them into Benicio a trap. Benicio del Toro no. sold them out. Yes. He sold them out after they got caught, but it was okay. not a trap up to that point. I don't know. I thought that it was a Benicio trap because he, he straight up says he was like, "Look, we tried it. We got caught. And I cut a deal." And that's like he says straight okay. up, like I cut the deal, and then I told them about the cloaking, so then now they can see the shuttles, and now they're gonna murder all of them. And then they killed like a thousand resistance people. Oh, they screwed up. Which is why, like, yeah, that's, up, that, that is one of those things that frustrates me every time someone's complaining about. It. There were no consequences for the Casino Seven. I was like, straight up, like a thousand people died because of that. Like, that's the reason they could see the cloaked shuttles. Rebel Alliance is for the <sighs> Millennium Falcons. Yes, that's enough crew for right now. They are the Guardians of the Galaxy of right. that ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't clear how Ray, like, she got dropped off by the Millennium Falcon, who jumped away. And then she fights, they do the Kylo Ren stuff, and then she just sort of shows up on the Millennium Falcon on the salt planet to pick them up. And I was like, when did when did she get back on the Millennium Falcon? How does she get how did that happen? captured? She, the, the Star Destroyer? How she, she... The Chewbacca warps in and they shoot her out in the little one-person pod. And then he warps away. And oh, okay. So she just, like, goes onto the ship. Yeah, where does she go? Because that star base... She that, was on Snoke's that ship. That ship yeah. gets destroyed with the uh, yeah. light speed attack. And it's like, every, right. every, every stormtrooper but see, Finn and Rose die. Yeah, all you see after yeah. that is the Finn and Rose stuff. <laughs> and that, like, you forget about Rey after that. And then she shows him like, the Falcon. I was like, when did, like... I guess Chewie came back and picked her up, but... I don't know. That was sort of like one of those. I didn't think about it until later, and I don't think it's that big a deal. But I was kind of like, well, it was a little. I guess what happened, but I didn't really need to see it. Didn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, there's plenty of holes in the movie. That's for sure. There's definitely yeah. stuff that could be improved, written better. Uh, but overall, I thought I really liked what they did with it. So I had a big fun time, and I'm probably gonna see it again, and I'll probably you know buy it when it comes out. You know, and then are you gonna go see the uh, Ryan Johnson tr- Star Wars trilogy that's gonna eventually come out? <laughs> he, so he did this movie and then basically got his own trilogy. Yeah, in, for, in a ex- series, for a different series for a different Star for Wars a story three more Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't the say whether or not it's stories. like that's what, 10, I'm not 11, sure 12, if, it, if, they're, yeah, or... if they're just gonna give him a bunch of those a Star Wars story movies. Yeah. Are what are you guys? How are you guys feeling about the upcoming Han Solo? I don't care. Well, I don't care. You don't care? I don't care. When I know characters aren't going to die in a movie, I, f- I get that's, I'm I think, out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's fair. That's la- fair. La- any kind of stakes that or like any kind of danger Han and Lando in aren't real. Yeah. Because they live. <laughs> I, well, I can't, I can't take that time, out. Not all movies have those stakes. Right, yeah, exactly. It does, the it's going to happen, though. There's going to be danger where they're going to die, but they're, you know they're not going to die. Yeah, so yeah. Pull me I out guess of we'll, that's we'll true. have to that's see. True. I'm. I know that they uh, went through literally the longest audition process in movie history to find Han Solo for this. Uh, yeah, and I'm really, I'm really curious to see how the end product shoots out. When you know they had the original, the guys they directed like Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, they and, they uh, kicked stuff. those people out because they didn't they, agree. They Money pretty, jokes. They'd like shot the whole movie, and yet like yeah. that they screened it for like uh, you know the Lucasfilm brass, and suddenly they're like, okay, let's go back and uh, not do this. Mr. Ron Howard, could you please come Senor, into our office? Yeah, they, they, Ronald Howard hated it apparently, <laughs> and I'm like reshoots i'm like what are they gonna salvage out of all that's of the this? only interesting thing is because george or george lucas and ron howard were buds and ron howard learned a lot from george ah, lucas and, okay. and ron howard was in a george lucas movie with and, uh yeah. 
with American Graffiti. And George yep. Lucas wrote Willow, which Ron Howard directed. That's so oh, weird. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, and now they're kind of like come full circle where right. he's doing I'm, a Star I'm, Wars film. Like, I'm, I really would have liked to see the like a Ron Howard like full development, I guess, movie. I'm curious to know. I'm like, I don't know how much is going to be his and how much will be salvaged yeah, from the original production, but. I yeah, mean, that means there's like a whole nother movie out there, right? That yeah, That's that we done. won't see. We're gonna yeah, and I'm I'm really interested. Uh, I'm curious to see how it turns out. It could be a disaster. It could be pretty interesting. I think people are really waiting for a Boba Fett movie though. Yeah, yeah. I think clamoring. that is like the yeah. And, movie. and I almost wonder if that's a reason not to do it. <laughs> then we get a Django Fett movie. Let's go. C-3PO gets his own movie. Let's do it. I R two D two. Where did he come from? Mm-hmm. We already know that from the first you movie. Guys, you guys have, yeah, we do know that. Do you guys have a story in Star Wars that you'd want to see? Any, we're not. Jabba. I'm not nerdy young, enough to really. Jabba. I want to see a Rogue Squadron movie. I want to see just a straight up X wings the whole time movie. Like I, I've been loving all the all the current dogfighting. Like I'll just cut together every single. Are great. I'll just cut together every I single have, uh, space up, battle. I've watched those. I've, I've, they exist for all of them, and they're great. I watch them all the time. It's just the space battle scenes cut together, and I'm like, this is cool. I, I'd watch two hours of this. <laughs> uh, I would like to see that. Yeah. That'd be uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. So, yeah. All right. Sums up a it? lot of feelings about Star Wars. Yeah. Brad, do you have any parting words? Yeah, I know you're like you're like the grump over there. You're like the grumpus. <laughs> the grumpus. Boo. Oh, God. Boo! I knew he was going to say it. Boo. I knew he was going to say it. <laughs> boo. Boo, boo. Boo, 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 boo. Boo, boo, boo. Boo, boo, Oh, we did this wrong. We should have had Brad on this side. I should have been on that side. And then 80s in the middle. And we're trying to convince you either way. Convince me? Yeah. Oh, no, uh, you didn't really need that convincing, but I guess. But Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I know, I know we all liked it. It was too prequely. Too prequely? <laughs> it reminded me of episodes two and three. Oh, no. no. Yes, it did. Not at all. It really, really I got, did. I got episode totally one agree. Super, and just the super casino. Did. I thought the rest of it was fine. I thought uh, just the casino stuff felt too gungany. Yeah. Um, especially the chocobos. <laughs> um, but yeah. I liked it. Let us know what your opinion is. Yeah. Of the new Star Wars. How do they do that? Uh, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Twitter.com or at what we remember. Uh, yeah. Facebook.com slash what we remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah got, what we remember uh, podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. email us. Yeah. You can do that. Or you can just comment on the YouTube video, you know? That'll Facebook work. comments yeah. are always a great place for civil discourse we will read your comments we will We're you just have to comment <laughs> it's gonna be our goal in like 2018 is to get just more one comment just literally any activity yeah. <laughs> someone saying someday, hi to Brad. us someday. someday in a galaxy far far away what was the crawl from this was it anything important i remember being really short yeah it wasn't a whole lot it was basically just like you know the the republic's dead First order rules now. Yeah, the resistance <laughs> is there's still there. There's only one Jedi left, and then that's it. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah, there isn't. This movie's a lie. There's two Jedi at the end, and there's more Jedi coming. They were the no, last of it's... the Jedi. Well, actually, you know, because la- he's the last trained. Jedi. He's the last trained Jedi. Yeah, because because he refuses to train Rey as a Jedi. He just gives her his his new version of his but, Jedi 2.0 but training. Then, but she got them books. But then Kylo though. Ren is yeah. Was she does trained. have she does have them books. So and we'll Snoke see. and Snoke probably trained Kylo Ren mm-hmm. in some yeah. way. 
I don't even know There's what kind Sith of power Snoke I want, yeah, has. Th- that's the honestly answering your question, Sith. I want to see a Sith film. But they're dead now. There is no more Sith. Well, we Dude, you can, can do, do prequels. prequels. Han Solo's a prequel. You can do prequels now. Okay. Oh, that's right. I'd watch that. It oh, would be interesting to do like a Sith villain main character movie. One of the yes. things I do. Yes. One of the things I do enjoy about like the I don't know if you guys have uh, ever played the Old Republic games, um, Knights of the Old Republic, um, but that's like the whole point is that like you part of it is you're playing on essentially the bad guy side like there are a bunch of siths coming in and there's like a ton of sith and i think it's it's a really it's kind of a neat being able to see the other side of the coin where you're like oh we're used to the world where there's a million jedis running around and there's like oh two siths at any given moment and in knights of the old republic it's sort of like no you're you're now you're fighting against like this army of like hundreds of thousands of sith dudes plus what, what's troop dudes. what's the old republic is that like even prequel to the prequel yes, series? Yes, it's like th- a thousand years before the prequel movies oh, or something. Let's it's, see it. It's let's it's see it. A lot of Do fun. It. Get it. Knights of the Old Republic one and two. <clears throat> play them. It's a lot of fun. Okay. We don't give a Sith prequel. No.